girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, buckle up. I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we are having a juicy convo with our guest, Danette May. We're talking all about manifestation and what it really feels like to evolve into that next version of yourself. And I think you're going to love this episode because sometimes when you're manifesting, it sounds like a fluffy kind of woo-woo topic, but Danette is super tactical and she shares a lot about how to incorporate meditation and manifesting into your day-to-day life. And she also shares some really specific examples and exercises of really how you can pay attention to the moments that you're going through your day-to-day life and you're getting nudged in a different direction and how to truly tap in and follow your own intuition. And if you're not familiar with Danette, this woman is a total powerhouse. She's built several seven-figure businesses. She currently sits as the CCO of Mindful Health and Earth Echo Foods, both businesses that she co-founded. She's a best-selling author of The Rise and Embrace Abundance. She's the founder of The Rise Movement. She's a keynote speaker. She's a high-level executive coach. She's a fitness and nutrition expert, and she's the podcast host of her show called Manifestival. And honestly, really because she's got such a diverse experience and life story, she's just a wealth of knowledge. She's so damn insightful. I cannot even wait to hear what you think of this episode. I think there's going to be so many things where like you're like, back 30, back 30. Oh, shit, that was good. So as always, if you vibe with the episode, we would love to hear your feedback. Feel free to tag me at Keisha Get Mary and at the Danette May on Instagram, or you can check out the video that I post on social from today's episode and definitely let us know what you think. Now, without further ado, let's dive right in. Danette, I am so excited to have you on the show. Welcome, girl. I'm excited. I was just telling you, I'm excited to connect with you because I've heard your name tossed around. I've heard of Empower Her a little bit. So I was like, ah, this is kind of timely that we're getting finally connected. And we're kind of neighbors. So yeah, we just discovered that, (laughs) which is so fun. But I'm so excited because I feel like you have had such an incredible career with some recent pivots that you've also made. And I feel as if it would be cool to give a high level overview of like, how did you even get where you are career wise? And then I want to talk about this recent transition and some of like the thoughts and the feelings that have come up from it. And then we'll get into manifesting. So give them like a high level overview. (laughs) What is Danette May doing? How did you get here? Give us the juice. (laughs) Okay. Um, It's always kind of weird to talk about yourself, but um, I only, my, my, truly my intention to share all this stuff about my business and what I've done is really to hopefully help anyone that is growing to believe in it or to also navigate transitions. Because um, for me, you know, I didn't start off as the person that someone knew. Um, it wasn't like I always thought I was going to be doing online fitness nutrition, but I kind of went through some really difficult things in my life. I was this trainer. I was a fitness trainer and I had clients and I was really good at it and I knew how to transform people's bodies. And mm-hmm. when I lost my son, it kind of really put a fire underneath me of my identity of 
my intuition? What do I believe in? How do I want to show up? How do I want to help other people navigate depression, navigate, you know, living into their dreams, things like that, because I was really aware of my negativity. I was really aware of my limiting beliefs. And so this led me on a journey of just setting the intention of, I want to help women, right? That yeah. was the first thing. And then I would receive information. And that's like kind of another discussion. If you want to read my book, The Rise, it goes into it deeper. Yeah. Um, I did a book with it, with Hay House around The Rise. But I so I got into fitness. I found a business partner that really understood marketing. I created all the content. And our first business, which was around like detoxes and meal plans and workout plans, We've reached literally, we have had over 200, two, not 200, 2 million buyers. That's wow. massive. And yeah. like the email list was 1.5 million. We were reaching women all around the world. Facebook headquarters had called us in after shutting us down twice, which is an interesting story <laughs> in itself. Was like, you're one of the biggest for these challenges. We want to support you. They helped me build out an app. This was my identity. And it was great because I was helping a lot of women when it came to nutrition and mindset and also fitness, right? Yeah. And it like what you're, you were just mentioning is now that has been amazing. And I also have this other vision that has been presenting itself the last five years, um, five is six years. And I just recently in the last two years have dived into more of the research around it, um, which is requiring a new identity. Yeah. I've been in the production studio, uh, and working on music. I'm working on certain visuals and creating um, a whole different business realm almost. So it's been an interesting journey. But I also yeah. should say my past businesses, I also created a superfood company called Earth Echo Foods. Like It's been a massive success. Um, and that's what sometimes it can be hard to pivot because you've known a certain level of success, especially when you had nothing. I had $47 to my name when we started this. So wow. it's been an interesting um, look at like, like, do I care about the ROI or do I'm just going to create for the sake of creating? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really important topic to talk about because often when our back is against the wall, and we're forced to make something work. It's so impressive. And it's an amazing story to hear those back against the wall stories. But you're actually in a very different season of life now where it's like you've seen success in all of these businesses. It would be really easy for you to just stay in what you already know. So can you speak to like how it felt when you identified this is very successful by other people's standards, amazing success. I mean, by anyone's standards, amazing success. But intuitively, you're like, this is not right for me. How did that feel? And then how did you get yourself to take action to move in that direction when you've been known for something for so long? Because a lot of women really struggle with that, whether it's in the corporate world of like, mm -hmm. I've been the director of marketing for 15 years. I worked so hard to get here. And now I want to start an Etsy shop selling some random, you know, some, something that seems or, seemingly random. Or how they're like, I want to be a Reiki master. Literally. Yeah. So like how, how did that feel at first when it came up? And then how did you even make that first step to start moving in a different direction? Yeah. You know, I honestly, I feel like my whole journey in my life has really just shown me the power of my mind. Honestly, having no money, $47 truly to my name, single mom. And just through me and life doing life, I've learned this power of this energy field that I've been harnessing this whole time to create yeah. these eight figure businesses in five years. And I was like, I don't have a business background. And there's really, I, it's not like I'm super connected to everyone. I'm like, 
what was this? And I do believe that that has led me to where I am today and why I'm stepping into this next realm. So it wasn't so much that I'm like, oh, this isn't me. This was me. And this part of me working on nutrition, doing fitness, doing meditations around belief systems for myself and self-love, because that's all the meditations that go with the programs, I think has brought a new evolution of myself, which brings a little new evolution of a lot of women, right? When you start to eat well and move. So it's not that I'm letting go of that full identity. I still take on those belief systems. I believe they're more of a foundation for some of us, including myself, that are going to go to the next level of Mm -hmm. creation, whatever we feel we're meant to do and create. And I always say to people, you're not a one trick pony. You're not here on this planet to just like, I think everyone's talking about what's my purpose, you know? And like, it's one thing. And I'm like, for a lot of us, it's a lot of things. And Uh we are here to explore and to shift and try new things. And a lot of times you're going to be like, "Mm, I don't like it, but that's okay. Or yeah, that didn't actually create any ROI, but I did it anyway, because it lit me up. And there's value in that. Um, And so that's really where, so it wasn't so much of letting it go because it still generates uh, and runs, but me being involved in it has moved out. And I almost Mm -hmm. had to have a little ceremony around that. So I always recommend having a little ceremony if you're going to let something go, whether it's a job as this marketing director and you're going to be a Reiki master, thank the marketing position, thanks that skill set because you're going to probably use it in the Reiki or in the next thing you're going to do. And just thank that journey because it's leading you possibly to the next thing. So always in gratitude of that transition. And then I think your second question was like, how did you, how do I step into it? Yeah. And I'll, I'll just sh- like share a little bit. It's about music, you guys. And it's about taking these sound frequencies, which is requiring so much study and research. Cause I, it's not like I can Google sound frequencies that we all hear on the internet and that's the sound <laughs> frequencies. There's ancient ones that are, somewhat hidden that are just starting to make their way out that ancient Egypt used and things like that. So it required me kind of reworking an identity. And one of the biggest ones I had to rework was that I'm an artist Mm -hmm. and, or that I'm an, I'm a sound alchemist because it's not like I did any sound training, right. Or music training. So sometimes you have to Really, And I've known this over my own coaching is like, okay, I got to work on my subconscious beliefs. So that would be the first step. What is the subconscious belief about yourself you have moving to this next thing? And it's usually going to bring up stuff around worthiness or maybe a skill set or maybe, um, yeah, more of a skill set or worthiness, bottom line. And you have to look at that subconscious stuff because if you don't, you're going to keep resisting. You're going to... find ways to make excuses not to step into it. And that's been the biggest work I've had to do because I'll get faced up against it and be like, who am I to put on these huge events in stadiums around sound frequency and visuals? And who am I to be a DJ? My goodness, like I don't, (laughs) I'm a fitness girl. So I would say that you've got to like look at those fears that could be holding you back and rewriting the story. And that's a lot of journaling. That's meditation. That's seeing yourself in the stadium every day, seeing yourself working with sound every day. And then you get into action. But Mm -hmm. if you just get into action and I could just say, oh, get into action, but without looking at the subconscious beliefs, most likely you will self-sabotage. Yeah. Well, because you get to a point and then it's like you can't go any further because you are literally 
your own block. Okay. I really want to get into manifestation in general with you because there are some women. First, I want to speak to the woman who's telling herself the story that she doesn't know what her vision is. Like if someone came to you and they're like, Danette, I like feel, and often for women in my community, it's like this visceral feeling in their body where it's like, I feel like there's something more for me, like more in alignment or just like more abundance or just something that I'm going to be more passionate about than what it is that I'm exist like I'm doing right now, but they don't know what that thing is. What advice would you give to her? Yeah. I get this question actually a lot. Um, I was just in LA doing an event and that was the question being asked a lot is like, Mm -hmm. I feel something. I feel this does, I just know there's more for me and I know there's more of what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not sure what it is. (laughs) And I always say, um, all you can do at this point, if you can't see the clear picture and most of us can't see the clear picture right away, but we'll see fragments of it. But if you're like, I can't even see fragments of it. I can just feel it. It is bubbling inside of me. I always say, well, if you can't see fragments and you have to just stay in the curiosity at this point and curiosity is going to be your superpower because, um, in that curious things that light are making you curious or light you up, like you are going to have to really tune into your body because that's going to lead you into the truth of what maybe that thing is that's bubbling up inside of you. Mm -hmm. So when I say staying in curiosity, that means you wake up in the morning, you get centered to you, do a meditation. Everyone should be meditating. I really cannot stress that free thing enough that we all get to do. And it doesn't have to look like, "Ah," you know, it can look just like (laughs) breaths and like centering to myself. Maybe it's affirmation. Maybe it's gratitude journaling, whatever that practice is for you, getting out in nature, just get centered to home. And then um, as the day goes on, if you feel inspired to read an article or to watch something or to call a friend or maybe go to that coffee shop, like follow the nudges of curiosity and see where it leads you and just start unraveling the clues and like where the body's like, yeah, that feels good. And where the body says, no, that doesn't feel good. Just listening into the body cues as well. Yeah, that's huge. And it's something I love that it's pointing out like meditating is something we can all do for free. And it doesn't have to be this for anyone that's never meditated. It's like, it doesn't have to be to your point, like sitting on a pillow for like an hour every morning. And all of a sudden you've got this 12 hour morning routine and you have to take a cold shower and all. it's like, oh my gosh, it's you overwhelming have to do all that. Right. But it's like going, I love that. It's like that intuition piece. And I want to speak to that too, because I've gotten this question recently. And I feel like you're the perfect person to ask about this of like, how do you know, like, if it's your intuition, like that you need to tap into more, how can you like listen to your own intuition? I'm like, how do I even articulate this? Cause I feel if, if, like for me, it's been like my body just really tells me when something feels aligned or not. And I don't know how to explain that to someone in an articulate way. So can you, can you tell us how do you tap into your intuition? <laughs> I mean, I'll do um, what I know for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one thing I do want to say is that everybody's a little different in how they respond receive intuition. So how you were describing is sometimes you feel it in your body. I'm similar. I'll feel it like in my body. I don't know how else to describe it. Some people will heal, hear it. Some people will get goosebumps. Some people will, um, just know, I don't know. I I don't know. The knowing part is not as strong for me, but some people just know. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're not sure why they know, but they know. Some people might see things in meditation, you know, so just know that everybody's a little different in where they pick up their intuition. The other thing is I, 
I go back to always to fitness. So anytime, like, let's just say you are on a new fitness plan and you haven't worked mm-hmm. out in like six months and yeah. you go in, you're not going to be the best lifter and you're definitely going to be sore and you're going to be having to stay with the consistency. The same goes with tapping into your intuition is finding time for you to be in stillness is your training practice. Mm. Finding time to get off your phone. I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but it's almost like every human, as soon as there's a lull, whether you're at a stop sign or you're in the elevator, you're on the plane, you've got to like have this in front of you. It's like, we're so afraid of the input of information. Um, And so practice the art of being in that silence, because that's going to help you turn on the intuition. And then when you get like maybe a thing that you're like, oh, that's weird. I got a a knowing, a voice, a hit in my body to yeah. do this. Try it. And as you try it, you get more skilled at it, more skilled at it, and more skilled at it because then you start to get mm-hmm. feedback. Oh, that actually was true. That actually was the right move or that wasn't. We're, we're, you know, And you start to navigate because we're all learning. It's it's something we all have, but it it's a muscle that gets to be practiced and most of us are not tuning in to the stillness and the quiet. Yeah. I mean, it, because of the fears that are like, do you feel like what holds most women back? We're going to, we'll speak to women because 99% of my audience is women is, do you feel like what holds women back is like a fear of what will happen if I slow down? Cause even just like seasons of, for example, me coming up on maternity leave, right. Taking a maternity leave in my business. There's been a lot of women in my community that have told themselves the story of like, I'm building a business or I'm growing in my career. And I'm actually fearful of like having a baby because I know that it would force me to slow down. And I always want to like unpack that of like, what is the fear around the slowdown? Like, what do you feel like are the most common fears that come up for people for slowdown seasons, but also even just to your point for stillness or for not picking up their phone when they're in line to get a coffee or something to check Instagram because it's just like, they need that. Where do you think that comes Mm -hmm. from? Yeah. God, you're really good at asking questions. You're, you're bomb (laughs) at it, by the way. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, you know, my truth, like the truer reason, and I've done a lot of dissecting in my own life of myself is we're so afraid of our power. We are so like women, especially I believe are the most untapped resource humanity has. And we are gifted with so much power, whether you recognize or not, no one's took our power away. We have just given it. And this has been conditions from the moment you took your first breath in this yeah. lifetime that we're all living. And I, uh, so I really think at a fundamental level, we're afraid of this power because when you get into stillness, your power is turned on like, like so much. And I also have to, and all I can say is now that I can speak to running businesses, run three businesses, yeah. um, very successful businesses is that when I slowed down, and I'll share how I slowed down, the businesses went up. And I think women need to hear that because if you're a driven business owner, the last thing you want is your business to suffer because you stepped down or you slowed down because we're in a, we're in a world where we're told to grind the hustle. Those are some of the most popular business books is like grind, grind, hustle, hustle. And the truth is, is I also think, granted, there's a fine line in everything being shared, but women are so infinitely powerful and their ability to attract and their ability to create in the infinite field that these books are not serving most business women. 
Mm-hmm. Like I create so much more and have had these businesses more. It's funny because I get asked to speak at all these different business conferences and I'm like to mostly men, which is interesting in itself too. Yeah. And I'm like, I have created these and how do I explain this to you? It's not about the next funnel because there's always going to be another funnel. There's always going to be another marketing ploy, but the biggest thing that I've done is worked on my energy field. And I believe it's the biggest thing any of us can do. Girl, if you are anything like me, you might find out about a company or a product that you love and then you want to tell all of your girlfriends. So I feel really excited when I get to tell you about things that I love. You've probably heard me on the show talk about ClearStem before. This is my favorite skincare line. It's completely non-toxic with no hormone disruptors, which I know a lot of you, maybe you specifically care about. And it's also anti-acne with anti-aging. And I use so many of their products. I literally use their face wash, their scrub. I love their serums. They have one that's called Bounce Back, which is kind of like their Botox serum, but again, without all the crap in it. And their moisturizers. I could literally rave till the end of time. And especially if you just love a good nighttime skincare routine, Hydraberry Moisturizer. You wash your face, put this moisturizer on at night and let it seep into your pores and you wake up and your skin feels like a baby butt. It's so juicy and nice. I love it so much. And what I found has been really difficult for me to find until ClearStem created it was non-toxic sunscreens. And they've got one called Sunnyside that just brushes onto your face, which is also great. You can use it for kids and you can put it on over the top of your makeup. And then they have a really amazing sunscreen that also is non-toxic. That's not a brush on. It's an actual like... um, like like a wet sunscreen. You know what I mean? Anyway, I highly recommend that you check out their line. They're so big on education. They post amazing content on their website. They've got skin quizzes and all sorts of resources to help you get to the root cause of what might be causing some of your skin issues. But they also just have amazing products that can help you with anything that you're working through. So head to clearstemskincare.com. Make sure you use code Kasia, K-A-C-I-A. That'll get you a sweet discount on all of the products. And that's how you help support the show. So let me know if you have any questions and if you snag something, one of my favorite things is when you slide into my DMs and you're like, Kate, where has this skincare company been my whole life? I love this product too. Um, Cause I just love knowing what you're vibing with. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Okay. So Dana, I have to ask you about just manifestation in general for like, let's take someone that's listening in right now that doesn't feel as if they have any sort of like manifestation practice, or they're not even really familiar of like how they can implement this as a tool to use it in their life. Let's give like a beginner version of that. Like how would someone even start who doesn't feel like they manifest or honestly, let's be real to someone who's like manifestation is like bullshit. Let's talk to that person too. (laughs) Or they're like, I want to throw up when I hear that word. All of you jump off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And the truth is, is like this word manifest is like thrown out like confetti right now. And people are jumping on the bandwagon to make money off of it. So I get it. You can barf in your bag as I'm talking about this because I get it. (laughs) But I I just want to talk. I let you experience for a minute. So I did this three-day abundance challenge um, to my community and I'll I'll share a little bit of what I did. And you can do this all at home. So if you're not listening to me and I'm not coaching you, you can go, oh, I'm going to try it myself and then I'll become my own believer. Cool. So, um, so basically, just take and pretend you believe me for a minute. You mm-hmm. are this energy field. You're not this body. You're a bunch of energy circulating. And if actually, if you were to look at our bodies, it's like sacred geometry and every object around is like sacred geometry. So we're this energy field. Let's just take on this belief system that we'll take that on. Yeah. 
And what I'm going to challenge each person to do as I'm sharing this is think of one thing that you want to see in the next 72 hours. So make it believable, but also something that you would be like, if I saw that, then I know this actually works. So I want everyone right now listening to, you can hit pause if you want, as soon as I tell Mm -hmm. you, you're going to write down one thing that you would like to see. Some people say a purple butterfly or, Mm -hmm. and it might be like something like one woman wrote three bears and and this challenge I did, she said three bears and I'll share what happened after this. And some people might say, I don't know, you can have whatever you want, but it's got to be something that you'd be like, oh crap, this worked. But it's also got to be believable. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to have a yacht tomorrow because you right. <laughs> conscious doesn't believe you're going to have a yacht tomorrow. Right. Okay. So it has to fill in that. And so in for 72 hours, you're going to write it down. I am going to see this. So you're very specific. And then your only job for 72 hours, just open your eyes to it as if you're mm-hmm. going to find it. That's it. When you're out grocery shopping, you're working on your computer, you're going to look for it. So what happens is because of your energy field and because of this intention that you've said and your belief, and that's why I said it has to be something believable, but also out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, Because it's your belief lined up with it. You become basically this magnet because you're an energy field. It's like a magnet literally that jumps up towards it and this Mm -hmm. object's going to present itself to you. So for example, when these women, I had women doing this, like one woman was like three bears. She lives in a place where she never sees bears. And for her, she, all of a sudden her camera on her back porch showed three bears playing on her back porch. You might see three bears on a postcard that happens to be sitting on your desk. You might see the purple butterfly on a mug in a store they're all signs. It's all signs. Mm -hmm. And you can do this with money. So if you want to do this with money, you can also, you can say affirmations. I'm worthy to receive more money. I'm worthy to receive more money. See that you, any form of money is going to come into your life out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. and just watch what might happen. You might find money under your bed or in a pocket or money might get sent to you in the mail. That was random, but I want everybody to try that first because I care that you really understand your power more than you care about what I'm preaching. Um, (laughs) So you can try that. But how you would start, let's say you did the assignment and you're like, oh, that actually happened in 72 hours. What's next, Danette? Like, okay, (laughs) now I believe. (laughs) Because the first step is believing. And then the second step um, is really taking out a pen and paper. And there's been scientific evidence around pen and paper versus like on your computer or your Mm -hmm. tablet or your phone. So taking out pen and paper and writing down, you know, some things that you would love to call into your life, into your experiences. It could be an experience. It could be a growth in your business. It could be a relationship thing, a health thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and be very specific. You don't, you won't know the how most likely you won't mm-hmm. know, um, any of that, which is irrelevant. Just write those things down. And then what you're going to do after that is in the morning, you're going to read that list, but you're going to write it down in the affirmative. So I'm going to say, for example, let's just, since we're on a podcast, let's say that you said, um, I would love the pod, like in your mind, I would love the podcast to grow by 25% by next month, which would be mm-hmm. a cool goal, right? Yeah. You would write the podcast grows by 25% by, and then we put the date. Yep. 
something like that. So informative. And then what I would do, I would take a step further and I would close my eyes or walk in nature. I can do it with my eyes open. Some people can like to close their eyes and really see that number, see that spike in your insights. If that's where you go to receive those, that information, if it's your health, imagine seeing yourself in front of a mirror and how you would look and feel. If it's a relationship, feel that relationship, mm-hmm. play pretend. Imagine you're rubbing a genie and you get to just play pretend, yeah. pretend for a bit. And I would do that every day and then stay in joy. Like try to choose to be in joy as much as possible throughout the day, doing whatever you're doing, and then just watch the magic unfold. Wow. I love that because it's so simple. And for anyone that's like, oh, I don't know about that. Why, why not try it? Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like that's the, this like curiosity lens. And even like a lot of my friends have recently said, Keisha, you have this like childlike joy and like wonder. I'm like, that's a really cool way to go through life where like, when you hear something like this to the woman listening in, you're driving your car, you're doing laundry, you're doing your workout, whatever, like try that on for size. And just yeah. see, like, be if you're if you go through life more open, because I feel like there's a lot of people that feel so closed off because they're afraid to call their shot, or they've been doing something for a really long time, and they're you know like our bodies and our brains are like wired for familiar that it's like they hear a new idea like this, like oh, I don't know about that, and they just write it off before they even try. Like, be curious and be yeah. open. Why not? You have nothing to, not? lose. Have to lose. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. From like a manifestation on like a more like a bigger level, I guess, for someone right now that is like very tapped in of like, I believe in this, like what are some other like tactical ways that people can tap in or questions that they can ask themselves to really take themselves from something that's good when they want great in whatever aspect of their life in terms of like actually visualizing it? Yeah. One thing that I've noticed um, in my clients' lives and my lives is asking really good questions. Yeah. So if you have like this really like things are really good, but you're like trying to create this great or this mm-hmm. very specific, which you would call maybe a bigger thing, is you start to ask questions as if because the what happens in the energy field is when you ask a question, um, the universe, if you want to term it this yeah. way, is figuring out how to give you that answer. So Mm -hmm. this is where asking a really good question, why, let's use the same example, why is my podcast growing by such huge numbers, by 25% in just a month? You start to ask the why question to your brain. You can write it down. You can ask it out loud. Um, Creates the brain to figure out why is it growing? Like I got to figure out and show her reasons why this is happening. Yeah. And so asking really good questions is one and, mm-hmm. and learn That's an art. That's a different art skill to start talking in that frame. Like, why am I so healthy? Like, why am I looking mm-hmm. younger every day? <laughs> you know, yeah. like that. Um, yeah. and then the second thing is something I call dream mapping, which is super fun to do. Like with someone like you, we could pray, yeah. we could play it here right now live. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have you do it for your cool. audience. Okay. Because they yeah. love you and they already know you. So you can do it by yourself, but it's really fun if you find someone who you can trust. So what you're going to do is you're going to tell yeah. me, um, the things that you are stepping into or that you're witnessing and experiencing as if it's already happened. 
And then you're going to pause and I'm going to elaborate on it because what we're going to try to do is build up the emotion within your body and I'm going to help build up the emotion in your body. I'm also going to hold this vision for you and the energy gets amplified. The vision, the feeling gets amplified and it's crazy how fast this works. Yeah. Ooh, cool. I like this. Okay. Okay. So you're going to act like it already happened. Like I'm talking to you from a year from now. We're back on the podcast Yeah. and all this crazy cool things happened in the past year and describe to me in detail what happened in this past year? So I had our baby boy, our first baby boy, and it was it like the birth went exactly how I <laughs> dreamed that it would. And it was, I really want to have a natural childbirth. So I did have a natural childbirth and I'm adjusting to new mom life in a way that feels aligned and I'm excited and my marriage is actually thriving and I feel healthy and stronger than I ever did even before I got pregnant. I'm more clear on what feels like a hell yes versus like saying yes to things that are kind of moderately lighting me up. And I get to make impact in a way that feels so fulfilling and so aligned where I'm just not doing any extra fluff and I'm getting really good at outsourcing things that don't need to be done by me. And I just have all of this space where I actually have more space and more time freedom to just pour into relationships and feel super present where my feet are. <laughs> wow. It's so cool to be a witness of this miracle because this little boy, it was almost like he just made you laser focus on what mattered and what didn't. And you were yeah. like, oh, that's a no, that's a yes. And I watched as your relationship with your partner got even stronger, relationship with yourself, relationship with all these different people. And so the result was your business like increased, your peace increased, your relationships were like, you're like, this feels good and nourishing. This little boy brought so much clarity and magic. It was powerful. And I also love this birth story of yours. It was like incredible. (laughs) Like how cool that you created and wrote down what you wanted. And obviously you just care that he's super healthy and he came out so healthy and so vibrant. And you're just learning this beautiful flow that only a child, people that have children can really understand. And I'm just so excited for you. Oh, thank you so much. It's crazy because I think there's just this necessity for us to also talk about like season changes and how things feel because like how I feel now, even at this time that we're recording this podcast, being TBD amount of time from when he comes here is I'm already feeling this huge shift internally of really wanting to prioritize things. So I believe even what I just said and what you just validated even back to me and like, or I guess reflected back to me is like, you know, this is actually just what is supposed to happen for me. And for anyone listening into this, I want you to really think about that. It's like, I just don't believe that you're gifted this vision or this idea that comes into your mind. Like, I don't think you're gifted that by accident. It's not going to look like anybody else's. If you were to ask anyone else that, they're not going to say the same thing that I said, obviously. And I just think that's such a beautiful like thing to claim it too. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like when you're talking with clients or when you're speaking to women that they struggle with actually claiming it and saying like, this is what I want and like stepping into that. And if they do like where, like, where do you feel like they get stuck on that part? Yeah. It all boils back to worthiness, truly like yeah. deep seated worthiness. And this is why the shadow work is so, so important yeah. and why unraveling this like And unworthiness shows up in people pleasing or unworthiness shows in overworking worthiness um, shows up with you self-sabotaging dreams, your health goals, your relationships. It shows up in so many different ways, but this is the biggest thing. And 
and you're my, and someone listening might be like, well, then how do you get feeling worthy? Like, how do you yeah. feel the sense of worthiness? And I just will go back to the same thing I've already talked about, which is getting and getting ninja about your stillness time. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us don't get in the stillness because deep down we're so afraid of who we are. We're afraid yeah. of the voice. We're afraid of the stillness. We're afraid of being alone. We're afraid of our power mixed with the feeling of I have to face myself. And so mm-hmm. you're going to have to just become a ninja and and schedule it, stay with it, sit in the uncomfortableness of it. And really dissect, if I have no friends, am I enough? If I have no business and this fails, am I enough? If this relationship fails and my spouse leaves me, am I enough? If I gain 30 pounds, am I enough? And like, let yourself sit in it. And once you let yourself sit in it, it's going to feel like it's going to envelop you and you might pop and you might, it might actually happen and you don't want it to happen. So you're trying to run from it. Let it fill you up. Let it fill you up. And you, it, when you allow the emotion to come of not being enough, not your business failing, having no friends, your spouse leaving you, and you let yourself sit in that, what happens is that energy comes up over you and it comes out. And then you start to go, didn't kill me. Oh, yeah. I think I'm okay. So true. Okay. Danette, what would you say? Because I've gotten this question often. What would you say to the woman who is fearing stepping into her power because of the story that she's telling herself about leaving someone or a certain group of people, quote unquote, behind, right? So she wants to step into this next version of herself, but she's got all of these girlfriends from college or she's got a significant other that doesn't maybe believe in some of the things or isn't doing the work that she's doing. Like, what do you say to that person? <laughs> isn't that, isn't that <laughs> I what? always have an analogy in my head, um, whether this is somebody who's stepping into their full potential and their dreams, or it's somebody who's like, oh, I see that if we do this self-help work and my family and my friends come along, everyone's going to be better. Like we're all going to get healed. And so how I imagine this is you have like this door and on the other side, you're where you're standing. And then the other side of the door, you know, it's like success or this expansion in business, like you're saying, or this next evolution of you that feels so expansive and fun and, and, infinite potential. And then there's also this healing element. Like maybe I'm going to get work on my own healing and different things like that. What I've noticed with a lot of women in particular men too, with big hearts is that we have this door and it's only so wide that we got to go through. And we're like packing on grandma. We're packing (laughs) on our best friend, Julie. We're packing on our mom. We're packing on our coworkers. And by this time you have everyone packed on you and you can't fit through the dang door. Because you're trying to bring everyone in and trying to have them understand why you even want to go through the damn door anyway. And you're trying to like do and and you're just getting stuck at the door and people are yelling at you and they're mad at you because you're banging their head and their arms and you're not getting through the door. And so I always say, and you think that you have to take them with you because you know what's on the other side of the door and you don't want to leave anyone behind. You don't want to leave anyone behind, but the most loving thing you can do is just walk through the door by yourself and show that it can be done. Mm -hmm. And when you're on the other side, invite them through. But you've got to let people do their own walking. You got to have people go through their own door when they're ready. And you also have to have the grace to say, some people are not ever going to go through the door. And can you love them on the other side? And can you be okay with that's their journey and you're with your journey and your journey's no better than theirs. It's just that this is what, how you see it, live it. If you, they want to come through and you've invited them. Great. If they don't great, but get through the door. <laughs> oh, 
The analogy is so powerful. I feel like that's going to be like tucked in my back pocket for like, okay, Danette says it this way. This has been really helpful because truly that is what people are doing. And I love even thinking about like, you've got like Uncle Frank that's like getting his head banged against the door. It's like Uncle Frank doesn't understand that you want to be a Reiki master. Like he doesn't get it. Like just go through your damn door. Um, Frank's like, stop. I'm hitting my head. Like, shut up. Like, let me be. He doesn't even so want to come. <laughs> and like, we're waiting, we're waiting for permission, truly, right? From like, some, all of these people, like, it, for the woman listening into this, who knows, like, right now, she's like, oh shit, they're talking directly to me right now. It's like, we're waiting, like, you're waiting on the sidelines to get into the game of your own life because you're waiting for every single person to understand you, but nobody was even gifted the same vision as you. Like, it, it's like, I understand it fundamentally why we hold ourselves back sometimes because it's scary, but, mm-hmm. but truly it's like, we have one shot at this. Like we got to mm-hmm. figure out how to get through the door. So I love the way that you broke that down. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Uh, one other question I have to ask you is for the woman, I just thinking of all of these things that I've been asked recently. Totally. And I just love the way that you articulate just, and, and also these analogies that you just come out of, I'm like, <laughs> her back pocket is full of all these analogies. Okay. So to the woman who feels like things are not moving at a pace that she wants, whether that is her, like an infertility journey, right? Or her business growth, or she is in her mid thirties and she's looking for her person that she hasn't found yet. Or she feels like she hasn't had these expansive friends that have come into her life or she doesn't have clarity. Like she just feels like she's like, I want it now, Danette. Like I don't want it yesterday. Like I want it yesterday, actually. Like I need this right now. Like why has this not happened for me? Like, what would you say to her? (laughs) Well, let's just imagine you just said that to me because I also get this question a lot, especially around relationships. It's like, oh, I'm this age and why does this not happen for me? And I'm doing all the manifesting things. You know, um, I I always would say like you just said that to me. I'd be like, what makes you think that it's absolutely true that it's supposed to happen now? Mm. Like, what is it absolutely true that you're supposed to have this right now. And most people would be like, I don't really know if it is absolutely true that I'm supposed to have this right now. Yeah. Where, where has it been written that you're supposed to have this right now? And there are so many unanswered prayers that are blessings. There are so many no's and, that were for your protection. And I believe that in all realms And we have this idea of timeline and time as humans, this very linear. And we're told that you should be with somebody by this point and you should have a house by this point and you should have a baby by this point and you should have a business by this point. And it's all made up. First off, you got to recognize it's all made up. And whose timeline are you running against? Are you doing a race against someone? Who are are you racing with? One, check yourself. Am I trying to race against someone I'm watching on social Or am I racing with God's plan or universe or source plan? Ask yourself those questions and then also ask yourself the question, is it absolutely true that I'm supposed to have this now or yesterday? And Mm. can I be in full faith that as I stay in curiosity, stay in passion, keep working on myself, stay in joy, that everything will lay itself out in its perfect timing? Because trust me, I've had so many things where I'm like, oh, it's not going fast enough. Because I love speed. My whole team would tell you I love speed. Yeah. But I've really f- finessed that, finessed that, finessed that, yeah. finessed that because I'm learning up. that um, there's been a lot of things that were for my protection that I'm yeah. grateful didn't happen. And also 
Um, yeah, like a lot of things that took like six years to get here. I'm like, it's here now. Like it doesn't matter if it happened five years ago, it's here now. It's amazing. So yeah. when it does happen, cause it will, if you stay in faith and belief, it will, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to be like, Oh, I wish that happened earlier. You'll just be like, it happened now and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like sometimes like the universe does have to close doors that do need to be closed that you wouldn't close on your own. Totally. So it's almost like a gift, but you don't realize it until you're looking back when you're in it. It just freaking sucks, obviously. And so I understand if anyone's feeling that way right now, like they want something really badly, like that makes sense. But to your point, it's like, it's almost just like trusting that a future version of you is going to be like, that's why it all made sense. That's why I had to go that way. That's why that relationship didn't work. That's why we didn't get pregnant that time. That's why my business, that business didn't work. It led me to something that was even more beautiful. And it's like, gosh, that's such a good reminder to people Mm -hmm. that I feel like someone right now is probably crying in their car listening to this because they just needed to hear that from you and the way that you do that in just like such an articulate way. So thank Mm -hmm. you so much, Danette. You're welcome. Okay. So for everyone that's obsessed with you as much as I am, where can they find you? How can they listen to your show? Because obviously these are podcast listeners, so they love other podcasts too. So I'm going to definitely have you on my podcast. I actually started this podcast. It hasn't been on for quite a year yet. It has not even been a year, but because it is a way to connect with me. And I think you feel the same way on your podcast. Mm -hmm. I can't delegate this out. And it's, it's my thoughts, whether they're vulnerable, real or not, they're still my thoughts. And it's a way to have a conversation, um, and the things that I'm navigating and growing. And so I would say, go to my podcast, which is manifestable. Um, that's probably the best way you can go to my website, but that'll probably just lead to the podcaster programs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it's like people that listen into podcasts, like you and I that love podcasts and obviously our podcasters and everyone that's listening right now, it's like the intimate connection that you can have with someone and how quickly you can get to know someone. It's just yeah. so much more raw. I'm totally biased as a podcaster and as someone who's helped like hundreds of women launch shows, but I just think it's such a beautiful way to really get mm-hmm. to understand and like hear from someone. It's intimate where like people have earbuds in right now. And it's like, there is someone that's literally naked in the shower listening to this. Totally. And like, we are that's so intimate thought. with you, girl. Um, what soap so, do you use? <laughs> what soap are you using, girl? Um, but truly, you are such a blessing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.